Hey, it is so great to see so many of you out there. I get to see that we have people joining us from Maine and a lot of uh, names that are familiar to me, but that we haven't seen for a while. Want to give a shout out to Tommy Varley, who I know is watching, and ask for a shout out. Good to have you and your family with us this morning. Uh, what I wanted to talk about today is deepening connections in a time of social distancing and you know, I like visuals and I'm a visual learner, so I've got, now, I don't have my TV beside me today, but I do have some props. So today we are talking about uncertainty. And even before all of this happened with COVID-19 virus, coronavirus, there were probably some of you that had uncertainty in your life uh, for a variety of reasons. And now over the past week with everything changing so quickly and so uncertainty being introduced into our lives, it's a bigger and bigger issue. Many of you uh, will be impacted in your business. We don't know what the overall impact is going to be in our economy and how that's going to impact people. There are schedule changes that will be happening, uh, whether it's uh, changes in the way that you work changes in the schedule for school and uh, all kinds of different things, but it introduces a lot of uncertainty into our world. And so what do we do with that? And you know I'm big on bottom lines, so my bottom line for today is this, that God is in control and he's going to use this for his glory and our good. God is in control and he's going to use this for his glory and our good. See, very often in the scriptures, we see things happening and we don't know, don't know what God's purpose is. Sometimes it's very difficult to figure out. I think of uh, Jesus' friends, Martha and Mary and Lazarus, when he heard that Lazarus was ill and he... Jesus delayed before he went and he could have healed him and they knew that they believed that that's why they called on him but he delayed and Lazarus died and one of the first things out of his sister's mouth when they saw Jesus and he finally did show up was the heartbreaking if only he had been here he would have died they knew that that was the case they knew he had the power to heal what they didn't know was that he had the power to raise people from the dead. And whatever we're going through and whatever uncertainty is introduced into our lives, you are going to know the Lord, understand him, know something about him that you did not know before because he has allowed this uncertainty and this time of questioning to come into your life. And at the other end, you're going to know him better because God is in control and he is going to use this for his glory and for our good. So as we think about how to adapt to this new situation, uh, I had a couple of thoughts that I wanted to share with you and a couple of key scriptures. The first one is from Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10, 4, and it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. 
Now, I realize the irony of my starting out with this verse on a day like today, where it encourages us not to give up meeting together. But by being here, even online, we are fulfilling that idea. None beats face-to-face, -face, and I can't wait until we can gather together again face-to-face -face in the same room. However, that does not prevent us from considering how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. And I'm going to ask you, for as long as we're in this situation, to go ahead and set aside this time, 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings, gather the family, whoever is in your household, and watch together. There's just something about a live experience and a shared experience, even in this kind of setting, that is going to be beneficial to us. And throughout the week, we can consider how we would spur one another on toward love and good deeds. I think that in this situation, where it would be very easy to become disconnected, if we are committed and a little bit creative, we will be able to stay connected, connect with people that we wouldn't otherwise connect with, and spur one another on towards love and good deeds. So the first thing I'm gonna, going to emphasize is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The context for this verse is worrying about about needs. And because of the uncertainty that's been introduced in our lives, there's going to be a certain level of concern. But what Jesus said is, if you put first his priorities, his kingdom, his rule and reign, then you won't have to worry about those other things. So I'm going to suggest to you that one of the best things that you can do in this phase is lean into your relationship with your Heavenly Father. If you haven't been having a daily quiet time or devotional time, sometime where you usually people do best if they start the day with it, start the day in God's word, responding to God's word, writing a little something about it, praying that you lean into that and establish or reestablish that habit right now. One of the easiest ways to do that is to go online, Bible.com, or download the Bible app are, I believe, literally hundreds of reading plans, devotionals that you can follow along with, very easily get you into God's Word and get you into that habit. You can even do it socially. You can connect with others through the Bible app and go through the same reading plan together, share insights with one another, and more recently, they've also added the ability to add and share prayer requests as well. So that is one way and that I would encourage you to lean in and connect with your Heavenly Father first and foremost every day. Next, I want to point John to Jesus' words in John chapter 14, verse 1. He says, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. In this time of uncertainty, we're going to see people who are, for lack of a better term, really freaked out. They're going to be worried. They're concerned. They're going to be stressed. And this is a time where we can lean into our Heavenly Father, knowing that He is in control 
and he's going to work everything for our good so we do not have to worry over and over the scriptures we are told do not fear do not worry and the why behind that is that god is in control and he's going to make everything work out for our good for those that love him and belong to him are a part of his family so we can have that confidence and there should be a noticeable difference in the way that we respond to stresses and uncertainties in our world because we know that and because we know him the other thing that should distinguish us jesus said is our love for one another and in galatians 6 2 it says to carry each other's burdens and in this way you will fulfill the law of christ we've talked a lot recently at cornerstone about how the law of Christ was this, to love each other the way that he loved us. He loved us sacrificially, selflessly, and we all love each other in the same way. Even in a time where we are supposed to be distancing ourselves socially, there will still be ways that we can carry one another's burdens. We can carry one another's burdens in prayer, be praying for one another. We can check in with one another. We can set up FaceTime dates. We can text each other. We can encourage each other. And I'm going to encourage you, especially as the church family, to take the initiative more than you usually would to check in with people, to be praying for people, to let people know that you are praying for them because that is just encouraging in and of itself. And there will probably be ways that will come up where you can carry each other's burdens in a very practical way. One of the interesting uh, things about this virus is that it seems to disproportionately affect those who are older and those who have under conditions so you might be young and healthy and it might not be a big deal to you if you uh, contract the virus but there are other people for whom it will be a lot more dangerous they're a lot more concerned about going out into public getting their needs met and things like that so I pray that uh, and hopeful that we will take advantage of that and then uh, John brought up this verse which is to rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. That we can, even in the midst of uncertainty and difficulty, find something to be thankful for, find something that you can rejoice in, and share that with others. Uh, and pray continually. Whenever things come to mind, that you can give thanks, you can ask for help. You can give thanks. You can ask for help. Make that your habit throughout the day to give thanks and ask for help. And if we approach this well, we let our concern and our focus be on the Lord, then I think that we will be able to see this verse come true. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We want to walk in the good deeds that God has for us, and we want to see others blessed and God glorified as a result. Just a reminder, God is in control, and he's going to use this for his glory and our good.
At the end, I always give you a challenge. I've been challenging you throughout this, but here is my summary of my challenge, and that is to go deeper. And I'm gonna give you three key words. Go deeper in your relationship with the Lord. Go deeper in your care and concern and practical expressions of that for others. Stay connected, serve one another. That's what I mean by go deeper. And I'm going to give you three key words to go with that. Wisdom, faith, and ingenuity. Use wisdom in this situation. Express your faith. And let's be a little bit creative and use some ingenuity to figure out how to be the church in this time where it's going to be more challenging and a lot of people facing those different challenges. So let me pray for you. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to invite Sue Ellen in and we're going to have a prayer time together. This has been uh, declared a national day of prayer. And we know that there are many situations that we should be praying for. And I'm going to invite you to join in that prayer with us. But first, let's pray to close out the message time. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to gather together in this way. I pray that you would help each of us to be creative, to know exactly what you would have us to do with what we've heard today, and that you would give us creativity and initiative to do what you call us to do and to fulfill your call to be a light unto our world so others may benefit and you might receive the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.